overknows it We on that brink of greatness So close I fucking taste it Premature celebration So let's get fucking wasted Hey, 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 and here we is. Here we hey, is. What's What's what it is, people. What it is, people. Listen, how is everybody? Amazing. Wonderful. Amazing. amazing. Happy to be here this evening on Fact right. There you go with your Before stuff. Cinco de Mayo. As always. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I don't think we live on Facebook. Um, we're not. Let's see. You know, yeah, it's tripping right now. <sighs> you know, I don't know what's been going on with Streamyard lately. Yeah, they they wilding. And you know, I'm I'm. It might be Facebook too, because I told y'all my post still ain't posted that I posted three hours ago. It's still saying it's trying to post. Wow, Facebook has been that going a through a lot. That was a tongue twister. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Don't start your mess. It's too early. I'm gonna post the Peter Pan post for Peter Pan post post on the post. That's comedy. Oh, I don't know, guys. That's comedy. I don't know what's what's. I don't what's know. I don't know. So I'm gonna just. Grab the YouTube. Lady J just said she's having technical it. difficulties too. Huh? So Lady J just said she's having technical difficulties too. She's we streaming that. nowhere right now, so the radio ain't even working. Dang. We streaming on my page and on YouTube. Yeah, I was gonna say I got the YouTube uh, notification. I got the YouTube one too. Yeah, I got the YouTube notification. I don't have the Facebook one. Yeah, that's the one that's not showing up. <laughs> Listen, yeah, we definitely on like, your page. We definitely on your page. I'm gonna go and just share from your page. So you know what I'm saying. Um. Oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. Here we go. There we go. There it is. There it is. There it is. And maybe. There we go. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> and another one. Beep, 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 beep. That's comedy. I get it. I get it. There you go. I see it. I see it. I see it took it. a minute, but you know, I'm, some of these uh, moving parts of StreamYard, I'm still learning. So, um, we're a little late, but hey, y'all. What's up, y'all? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Ready, but y'all can see it, so we gonna. Hey, was that the girl? No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, y'all. We gonna, we gonna do this again. Hold on, we'll be right back. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We can't do that like. Oh, we so overloaded. 
it. We on some legendary. Oh yeah, we overnose it. We on that brink of greatness. So close, I fucking taste it. Premature celebration. So let's get fucking wasted. Uh, you know, we wasn't, we was not gonna start off like that. We was gonna, we had to go and bring it right welcome, on back in. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Had to, had to do that thing the right way. Hello, hello, hello. We did, you know, because we don't do no shit, no raggedy shit around these parts, okay? So listen, sure. welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to another dope-ass episode of the Fat Girl Chronicles, where we get all up in your business and discuss the topics that matter to you most. Thank you for joining us each and every Fat Tuesday. I'm your girl, Leo Rochelle. We got the squad in the building. What's up, y'all? Hey, y'all. Hey. Listen, thank you, everybody, for tuning in with us on Facebook. Although we had a few technical difficulties, we thank you for being here on Facebook, YouTube, and JQLM Radio. Hey, y'all out there listening. And if you are joining us from Facebook and you haven't already done so, make sure you download the JQLM radio app and make sure you slide on over to our YouTube channel and hit that little subscribe button and hit the bell right next to it because you'll get notified each and every time that we go live, all right? Mm -hmm. So, we here. For sure. And guess what? Guess what, everybody? What's it's up? the beginning of another season. We have made it to season three. Listen. You know, that's that old man. That's that old man. In that me. is. That is. Ooh, that that that's that old oh, man. Goodness. It's okay. We love you for it. Yeah, um, his, his, hype, his hype tracks is definitely not new school. He, <laughs> He's using all the old it's Definitely old tracks. school, right. <laughs> baby Bubba. Baby, baby Bubba. Not the a baby Bubba. <laughs> no, not the baby Bubba. You better not say a hoo. I swear, y'all, we can just uh, mandate drug testing. Listen, um, <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. But listen, <laughs> so... Because this is the beginning of a new season for the Fat Girl Chronicles, we figured that we would make this shit pop all month long. So all month long, we got some dope podcasts that will be our guests on each and every show during the month of May. And tonight is no different. We have one of our favorites, um, the Ear hustling podcast stay over there it hustling listening in to what y'all need and getting y'all what y'all want to hear okay mm -hmm. so tonight with our guest from the uh ear hustling podcast we're gonna talk about and on the first night we got down and dirty okay we're gonna talk about um what men think about women that get down on the first night. We're going to talk about what women think about how, how they feel when it, when it comes down to getting down on the first night. And we're just going to see what 
they feel, how they think, and all that good stuff, you know, because it'd be, it, it, I asked the question on Facebook and, I, and everybody be like, we grown, we grown. I ain't worried about nothing. We grown. But, you know, some people may think differently. Some people may have other uh, opinions about what happens when you get down and dirty on the first night. And if somebody's thoughts of you may change because we got down and dirty on the first night. All right. So we're going to bring in our special guest, Mr. Eric Smith from the Ear Hustling podcast hey eric hey eric what up poppin bro what's good (laughs) oh everything's good i want to give y'all guys a shout out to season three congratulations thank you thank you you. a lot of work a lot of hard effort you know to stay in the game not one year not two years but we going over here and in year three so you know they say the best thing Happens in, in three, so you know what? Let's, in let's three, let's see how much trouble. Let's yes. see how much trouble I can get into tonight. Yes, because <laughs> you're gonna get into some messing around with us over here. <laughs> um, Just first, a little first, bit. I, I got a, got, got a question. Is, is drinking allowed on your show? Of course. Okay, good, hey, good, good. good. Hey man, it. hey man, we growing the cell over here, man. <laughs> You know what we are, but I'm a guest, so I don't I don't want to be doing anything, you know, improper. So this drink actually is going as long as you ain't drinking girl. up the as long as you ain't drinking out the bottle, you know, just turning up. Yeah, like giving free <laughs> advertisement. We, we, we ain't doing no free advertisement we ain't doing no right free now. Advertisement. You know no, 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 I'm not, I'm not. But you know what, this drink goes to y'all, the Fat Girls Chronicle. Hey. You, you, you've been here for three. You know what? May you have many, many more. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Clank, 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 clank. Okay, listen. This so, man just took a shot. Hey, like a like a, a, like a G, a Viking, a straight <laughs> Viking. Like in the middle of this show, a, a whole oh, listen. Barbarian, so, hey. just. <laughs> let, me, let, let me tell you something. I, I've got a I've got a new appreciation for liquor. Now, when in my younger days, I used to just get what I can afford. Now it's like you know what this this right here is in the budget. This, this right here is in a grocery budget. It's like I have to dedicate X amount of dollars, you know, to my liquor. In the middle of the pandemic, I've learned you know what you have to treat yourself. Treat yourself. Don't cheat yourself. Very true. Absolutely. Exactly. So you know what it's like whatever it is, whether it's liquor, you know what, whether it's the company of a fine woman, whether it's a car, whether it's a steak hill, if it's baloney, I'm 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 trying to get top shelf on everything. <laughs> top shelf <laughs> baloney, okay. <laughs> Hey, hey, I thought you were going He said that top yeah, shelf don't, don't, don't try. Well, you know that Eckridge? <laughs> he said, I want my bologna to have a first name. Well, that's O-S-D-A-R. That's, that's right. Okay. Anywho. Uh, like, <laughs> like, like, some of these young people don't like, know about okay. <laughs> so, no, they don't. Uh, just so you know, hey. I'm different and they mess with me all the time. Don't worry about it. It's okay. I've grown to, to love them for messing with me. So, that motherfucker mouth was there with the inventors of Oscar Meyer meets. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's his homie. They grew up together with his old Y'all stupid. (laughs) Y'all are ignorant. So, Eric, tell us a little bit about the Ear Hustling Podcast with James and Eric. As you, first of all, you guys don't know that there are two parts of the Ear Hustling Podcast. And the other 
part couldn't be here tonight but he definitely sends his love and all that good stuff to everybody that's on here but eric go ahead and give us a little bit about the ear hustling podcast how you guys got started and all that good stuff uh, it was a uh, we're about a year old we're a little over a year old uh, it was actually born out of the pandemic uh me and james we was just sitting around there we had some stuff on our mind that was going on with social issues uh, you know, there was no sports to watch. So me, him, and it was actually a third person. We actually had started up under another name. Uh, things didn't work out with um, the trio, uh, some huge differences of opinion. So you know what? Uh, James called me up. He was like, look, it didn't work out with three. You want to just try to roll with two? I was like, yeah. You know, we didn't bought all of this damn equipment. I didn't it go away. What do we do with this shit now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so we, you know, we, you know, we was like, okay, we'll sit back and, and we'll just tell the people how we feel about it. Uh, our podcast really doesn't have a genre. We've done everything from talent shows. Uh, we've had uh, financial advisors, which we have a regular segment that goes on every third Thursday of the month. Um, we've had uh, athletes, you know, we've had actors, we've had some of everybody on there. So whatever it is that we feel like it needs to be talked about. It doesn't always have to be serious, but whatever it feels like it needs to be talked about, you know what, we, we've got a voice. And sometimes people don't know how to articulate their points, but you know what, me and James do. You know, we got big ass mouths. We, we aren't afraid to use it. And we absolutely love, love, love podcasters. And um, I think one of my favorite shows that happened a couple of weeks ago when we had like an all woman panel on a podcast. I'm telling you that right there. Was yes, podcast. it was amazing. It, it was to, to see to see black women, you know, women of color, you know, what holding it down and articulating themselves. But yet let everybody know that, you know, they got a little bit of thug in them. And I have a feeling that the ladies that are on here ain't above taking some Vaseline and pinning their hair back and, and going. <laughs> Can't don't make that face because you know you about that life. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not pulling my hair back, I'm not putting no Vaseline on. Now, what I will do is might, uh, oh, uh, yeah, but I ain't doing all that. I, I'm not a fighter, I might run you over, I might shoot you. I mean, ain't you the one that stabbed somebody? She is. You said it on the show. So what? <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, Eric. <laughs> Anywho, Eric. Um, we want to thank you for being here. So we're going to go ahead. First and foremost. Say, go ahead, Trosh. I just want to say that I like the fact that y'all show don't, doesn't have a specific genre that it follows. Because that leaves you open to do whatever. And, you know what I'm saying, have whatever kind of guests. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like nothing against the shows that have a set demographic that they aim it but when you don't then you know what i'm saying like you, you could just free flow it yeah and, and you know what and, and i'm glad you said that and like i said no disrespect to anybody that does have it you know but you know i just had a conversation with some folks with a, a affiliate that we're that we're affiliate with we're the only black podcast that's on there and mm. they've got sports their comedy to science but we were actually nominated for an award we were nominated for a best social issue panel I mean, we actually won a won an award from um, from the scene snob. Regardless of what genre podcast you have, social injustice is it, it needs to be addressed. You don't have mm -hmm. to you don't have to be black in order to know what's right from wrong. Mm -hmm. And the things that have been going on over the last couple of years, 
it, it, it's absolutely, it, it's incredible. It's incredible that there's no shock value in somebody getting shot anymore. There's no shock value in, 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 in rioting. There's no shock value with all of these horrific things that are going on. It, it's the new norm. So it's, it's kind of, kind of messed up that with all of the civil rights, you know, legislation that's been going on and all of the different changes that's been going on, that there's no shock value to it. And I just, I, I can't, I can't stand for it. I don't want to leave here. If I die tomorrow, I don't want to leave here not knowing that I didn't do everything for my kids to make sure that they have a better life. So mm -hmm. that, that's my serious moment. I'm going to, I'm going to get off of my I had to address it and it just, it, it needs to be said and we need to unite, you know, as black folks, because it, in, in this country, we have, I believe it's like the fourth, we're like the fourth most powerful entity in the United States in terms of like our economic dollars. We need to start putting our resources together. We need to start patronizing black businesses because if we don't unite with one another, we are going to be extinct. Very true. Okay. Y'all so heard the man. Y'all heard the man. <laughs> he said, "Now I'm done." Now that's I'm done. crazy as hell. For real, like, no, for real, for real. This time, for real. This time, like, I'm like, done. like fight the power. Fucking, that's how. We're <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> hey, that's, you know that's what it's when you turn to like when you crazy. get done fighting the power, you do want to make a little love, you know? Because you didn't get all that. What did he say? On uh, he said, Pro "Protesting brings about real live sexual energy." <laughs> it was on an episode of the Carmichael show when they did some protesting on there. But um, it does like get you riled up. Y'all be ready. Y'all probably be out there ready to get it in. But that's what we're going to talk about. So we're going to talk about getting it in. We're going to talk about how you got it in <laughs> on that first night. You know, um, the question came about as far as like, how do men feel when it comes down to uh getting down and dirty on the first night on the first date let me put it that way not necessarily like the first night that you met this person but the first date like y'all out and about y'all going out this is the first date and you guys decide to get down and dirty how do i'm gonna ask the guys first guys how do you all feel when it comes down to getting down and dirty on the first night so I'm not that judgmental kind of dude that's going to be like, oh, man, she did that shit ASAP. So I can't rock with her or she don't got no standards or stuff like that. Like, nah, you you, you grown as hell. You can do what you want to do. Just like I'm grown as hell, I can do what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't judge nobody I, because I don't like people to judge me. Like, just because you did that don't make you less than. Mm -hmm. You understand? Know you just out here living. Okay. Okay, then. You out here living. Um, <laughs> what about you, Mal? You a whore. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Jeez. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think, I think, I think if you consented to go each other and have a conversation and decide to be grown together, that's their business. Exactly. Okay, then. All right, Eric, it's on you. You know what? I I'll be honest with you. My opinion has changed since I've gotten older. When I was like in my 20s and 30s, it, it, it would happen. And it was like, yeah, it's like, you know what? 
But now, you know, yeah, like you, you, you've grown. It's like you got to get in where you fit in. Sometimes it just happens instantly. Um, I don't think that there really is a timetable. I'll be honest. I think that women probably make a bigger deal out of it than guys do. But uh, yeah, in, in the grand I, I scheme of things, in, in the grand scheme of things, so let's be perfectly honest, with most women, they put you in three categories. You either going to get it, you might get it at some point, and, and don't waste your time. You're never going to get it. <laughs> never going to get it, never going to get it. There you go. Never going to get it, never going to get it. Never going to get it, never going to get it. You know what to quote Ice Cube? To quote Ice Cube when he said, I respect the respectable. Mm-hmm. And and like I said, it, it really didn't have anything to do with like the first night. It's really how you conduct yourself as a lady. That's what really most guys look for is how you conduct yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, whether you give it up early or whether you give it up late, I'm not going to say that it's irrelevant, but we're going to judge you based on how you treat yourself. And, and it's funny. It's funny that uh, that you said it that way because Todd, man, that's watching us on uh, YouTube, thanks for tuning in. He said, you either going to bang on the first date or the 25th date. Either way it goes, you bang. And Burl says she knows what she wants and she knows what I like. It's a win-win. <laughs> so, um, so, ladies, when it comes to the first night, how do you all feel about the first night? Getting it in on the first date. If the connection there, if, if the connection is there, the connection is there. I mean, like we've all said, we're adults. It's going to happen at some point. So, like, <laughs> I don't even know. Like, I don't even know what, to, what else to say after that. Like, it's going to happen. Like. Eat booty today, he's going to eat booty tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) What? What? (laughs) Bree, Kat? I mean, everybody said it. We grown. Yeah, I mean. You know what Bree going to say? Yeah, you know what, Briga. You could have just skipped on this. The universe is alive. And Jupiter, Mars, and the pink moon set. Then let the juices flow. Honestly, I think every woman should wait till they're married to have sex, and the uh, are just for their husbands. Uh, no, uh, a whole lightning bolt about to come through your house. <laughs> if you die tomorrow, you're gonna be upset you didn't get an orgasm. Like, get your orgasms while you live. They say give you give them your flowers while they're still living. Let me come what? while I'm here. I mean, just because you smacked on the first like night, that. doesn't necessarily, necessarily like have an orgasm. Then where's nigga? Who? Who? I'm sorry. Who? What? <laughs> Orgasms on the first time. I said. I said just because you smack on the first night, don't necessarily mean you're gonna have an orgasm. <laughs> Are you speaking for yourself? No. He's <laughs> just saying in general. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Um. Well, Jesus, take him to the scripture, um, Pastor Cat. Take, take him. To the scripture. No, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. No, for real. Okay, all jokes aside, no, I don't have any issues with having sex on the first night. Um, at my age now, I'm definitely gonna do it if that's what I feel like I'm doing. I want to do. But at 17, 18, if I wanted to sleep with you on the first night, 
I was doing it then too. Like if I meet you and I wanted it, then that's what we did. Um, so I'm very sexually free and I feel like every woman should be like everybody, especially women should have that option. If they feel like they want to have sex, they should be able to have sex without people judging them or putting them in a category of being a whore or being loose or about, you know, being nasty or dirty or, or whatever the case may be. Um, it is what it is. And if you're an adult, you can make an adult decision, then by all means, shit, go for what you know. I definitely feel like um, <laughs> society hinders a lot of people from doing that shit, even though they want to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't want to be looked at a certain type of way, so they don't do it. Do, um, do what well, we have the conversation. I, I was at the barbershop and I, I, y'all know I love going to the barbershop and talking to the fellas at, at the barbershop. But um, do one of the things that they stated was that a lot of women seem to overthink the acts of getting down on the first night because they don't want to be seen as as mouth said a whore. <laughs> they don't want to be seen in that light. They don't want to be seen that way or they overthink it kind of like, you know, they think it may ruin the chances of actually having a real dear relationship with this person. So what 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 are what are you guys thoughts? Um, before I answer a question, I just want to say this for me, and I don't know if any other women feel this way, but for me, for whatever reason, the way my psyche is, you'll have a better chance of sleeping with me on the first night than if we talk for two to three weeks. Because at two to three weeks, now I'm starting to feel self conscious about myself. Like, oh my god, like, whoo! I don't know if I want this person to see me in this light or this way or. I don't want them, you know, and I really start to overthink it then, but on the first night, and I don't know you, you don't know me, it's like, shit, it is what it is. I'm going to do what I do. You do what you do. We're going to like it, love it, hate it, but if we hate it, I ain't never going to see you again. If we love it, I've broke that ice barrier as opposed to us talking for 90 days, how people have their 90-day rule, and then it's like, well, shit, I mean, we just been dating, but like, do I really want you to see me? Naked now, like, I mean, you think this of me, or you don't think this when I do these things sexually, or like, what does that look like? I don't know. That's just me personally. It just feels like weight, like so much thoughts, like all of that stuff is so heavy. Like, even the opinions of how is he going to think about me? Like, mm -hmm. uh, the majority of the world doesn't even know what they think about themselves, but they spend their whole life worried about what the <clears> next <throat> is going to think about. That shit just feels so heavy. You know what I mean? I like the sexually free. I like the free breed. That boundary, ooh, child. <laughs> Unless I'm being tied up, but that's totally different. That's like a kink thing and not like bound. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Kiana said, uh, hey, y'all, it always seems men act cool about hearing women sexing on the first day, but when certain women do grown things like that, she's judged. Um, that's actually very true um, mm. I was having a conversation I posed this conversation to um, a group of friends of mine and the one guy he was like well you know if she did want to have you know sex with me on the first date then I probably want I probably wouldn't think of her as long-term relationship material or yeah for him like he was like for me it wouldn't be a long-term relationship with her because she had sex with me on the first night and so mm -hmm. it's like that. 
yeah, that's your preference. That understandably so, but it's one of those things. It's like, um, you're, you're missing out. Like you just disqualified her from a long-term relationship just because, you know, she obviously felt a connection with you enough to have sex with you. And then he went on to say, well, I would wonder if she did this with every guy that, you know, she dated. And it's like that. Why does that matter? Exactly. At that point, right. self-confidence too, because I can, feel like everyone would want to sleep with me on the first night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> can we can we put Chichi O coming up? Hold on, hold on. We got a few more. Um, <laughs> Nicole said, "I'm weird, so it takes a minute for me. After day one, I don't know if your feet stink. I don't think it speaks to the success of your relationship, though. It definitely depends on what makes that person feel." Comfortable so that so that they can be nasty. <laughs> I love Nicole. You gotta read her second comment a little bit down a little further. Her second one. Oh, okay. So um, <laughs> and then TTO said, "Unpopular opinion. I am not granting access in to any and to anyone to my body. I think this mentality is why there are so many issues with relationships now. And it's crazy because like." When you started this unpopular opinion, it's not that unpopular. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like people, people actually run with that, and and, and that's that's a real thing. Um, but, and but I can see what she's saying though. Like like that's what the issue with relationships. You know what I'm saying? Because I got to the goal line already. Like what the fuck else? You know what I'm saying? I already did what I wanted to do. Basically, that I think I think that's what she's saying. I'm not saying that. I, yeah, I took it as she was basically saying, <clears throat> "Wait, up, damn near to marry." to have sex or to definitely I'm like 100% comfortable with whomever like they gotta earn um, mm -hmm. access to her but if her body wants it it doesn't matter because those those are her fleshly needs she's and not only for her but anybody else who feels that way you know they have to get past that flesh wanting desire which is when you have to go into prayer and meditation to get you over the hump so that you will save yourself. Hmm. What'd you say, Bree? I was, cause what got me was the, I'm not granting access to anyone to my body, but what if you, you wanted to, you know what I'm saying? Like, what if it wasn't a, what if you are attracted to this individual? Are you shutting off that part of your body period? Just because you, you met them for the first time? You have or, to. If that's your mentality, you have I to. I think that's where discipline comes in. Desires of the flesh. You can't always give into that desire just because it feels good, or that's because you want to. Um, that's just like you. That's just like you being in the store and you see some shit that you want. You gonna steal everything that you want. <laughs> you gonna steal some shit, everything you want. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of where the self discipline comes in, where you mm -hmm. have to decide on if. If that's how I feel all the time, is it that I'm actually attracted to this person or is it that I just like having sex? So therefore, I'm just going to choose to sleep with, you know, every person on the first night. So I think that's kind of what she's saying. Like, you got to kind of be selective in who you choose to give yourself to. Mm -hmm. You was about to say something, E? I was. I, I think I, I really it depends. It depends on really how safe that person feels with that person on the first day. You know, there's been times where there's been like an instant connection. You know, you wind up having sex. The relationship lasts for a couple of years. And then there's times where you've waited for somebody for like 
90 days or six months first couple of times you do it it's like and, and then you go and it's it, it it just really depends on on the safe field and you also um, got that time. you also got that other lane too that I, we seem to keep missing that sometimes they do it on the first night and the mother can still together this is mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm. yeah there are, like, there are like every, yeah, there everything are happens like different for different combinations so you know you got to find out which your, what's your best combination and really it, it's like the man and a woman you, you pretty much know when you look at each other after that first couple of minutes you, you pretty much know what's getting ready to happen yeah you know there's some people who you can kind of persuade and, and coerce into it and then there's other ones that's like no nah, you know what I, i'm not even gonna try it but and i mean then, as you, then, yeah i'm sorry I'm and sorry. then you got that thing where like oh like i see you yeah i'm on that but then you open your fucking mouth and I'd be like, God damn. I thought it was something more there. I'm gonna just do this and get the fuck on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna just do this and get the fuck on. Let me pose, let me yeah. pose, let me pose this question. I always I've asked a, a, a lot of women this question. When when a woman meets a man, is it true within the first five minutes you have a feeling if he's gonna be able to get the poopoo or not? It's up to him to lose it. I I think I think women know. If they meet somebody, if if the chemistry is there, if they, yeah, I think so. You determine in your head, you gonna give them some. So yeah. so so you would say ninety percent of the time is up to it's up to the male to lose the opportunity. Oh, I don't shit. know if I would say if it's up to them to lose the opportunity, but um, I mean that's. I mean that's well, you know so have, what? So, I'm gonna so say have you yes. ever met a, so have you ever met a guy in the first five minutes? You're like, oh yeah, he can get this, and then y'all start talking. He say something stupid. Yeah. And he's like, no, he can't. Yeah. <laughs> so therefore, he had the opportunity. Brief and to lose her goddamn man. I mean, I don't know because you know sometimes if people are just like a straight asshole, but there's still some type of chemistry there, it's like. Just want to like I, I want to give them some, and we can do this, but then maybe not go past that. And that's when we talked about before: people in categories. Either we just gonna be together, what, and just sleep together. We gonna be together, and it might be something else. We just gonna be sex buddies. We've had this conversation before, so maybe if they an asshole, maybe they just go in that category. Not yeah, necessarily they get turned into a hard no. I got. Well, I got a question. I got a real quick question. I got some blood, Eric. Go ahead, so Eric. I got a real quick question. Now, now, y'all mentioned about a person being an asshole. Now, me, I'm I'm nice by nature. Is it more likely that somebody's got a little bit of an attitude that's going to get it quicker than a nice guy? Probably. Oh, that's a good question. Mm. I, I definitely think edgy is yes. more attractive. Yes. To like, I think I think females okay. feel like edgy well, is more attractive. I think it depends. That's not on the, the case for dudes, though. I think it depends. Dudes, on will. Now, dudes don't look at like, oh, I need a bad like uh, a fucking thug. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like we don't we don't look at that shit. Like it's just the opposite with us. Now so, I'll be honest. I, I have I have gotten more first date hits from people that were exactly opposite. Look, thugged out a little bit on the edge because they thought that they was gonna teach me something. They'll sit there, they'll talk all of that stuff like, well, I wasn't gonna do it, you know, I'll do that. Like, you know what? Like we'll see. Hey, no, nah, they they Eric what it was. Said, he, Eric said he slid in there with the shoulders. I'm Mr. Nice Guy. That ain't what it was. Well, 
Well, was the nice it's dude. Funny. You was the nice dude, and they was uh, a little violent. They thought they was gonna be beating your ass and making you do. They was like, "Oh, he too fucking nice. Let me go ahead and whoop on this nigga and take his money." You know what I'm saying? You know what? I had this. I had this one experience where um, I was talking to this girl. Never really went out on a date, but I was talking to this girl. So she was telling her sister, "But like, oh, you know, he's real nice. You know, he's real sweet." And her sister was like, Mm-mm, "You better watch him. He's gonna get you, and he's gonna tear that pussy up." Like watch and believe. <laughs> like watch and believe. And and you know what? And and, and it, it it happens more times than not. Because I tell them, don't let the smooth speech fool you. Like when we, when we get up in there, when you we, better tell when them. We get up in there, and, and we and we yeah, when we get up in there. <laughs> we, we, get up, we, we get up in there. We get up in there when we get those opportunities. It's like you know what you got to make that first shot. You got to show out. 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 What you say? As you woke up in the morning, bought you a sash. Say King Ding Ling. So we got a few comments. We got a few comments. Nicole said, "On the flip side, we better do it." On the first night, because I'm bound to no longer be interested after two weeks. <laughs> okay. Todd Mann said, I personally prefer an experienced woman. If she tells me that she's only been with two dudes and she's 40, I'm going to be like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> um, Wait, can we comment on Todd's comment? So, okay, if she says she's only been with two dudes, but how does he feel? Like, do you really ask somebody how many, a woman, how many sexual partners they have? Because I know sometimes that's a turnoff for men too. If they tell you how many partners they really had, then they'd be like, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm good too. So does it, you know, you said two is, is not enough, but is what number is too many? If it but, is a too many. And then, and then just because you only had two partners don't mean y'all don't be whacking every day. Like you got experience like a mug. You just only exactly. two people. Every day, he said, every day. Yep, and if you had partners, you could be whacked too. I mean, you know, like just because you had more partners than two, don't mean you not experienced or don't know what you're doing. And that person in their 40s could have been married, you know, they could have had like you know, married, mm-hmm. you know, did they think with a yep, significant yep. other, and then you know, stuff didn't work out, they had like one other. So, you know, the amount of people, I'm not going to say it doesn't matter, but it, it's the quality of what's going on. So it's quality, not quantity, because, you know, his or her Mm -hmm. partner could have taught them everything under the sun. You know, they could have been into all sorts of stuff. True. Michelle said you can be selective with who you share your body with and to what degree, as long as the conversation is had up front about the expectations. Agreed. And then Nicole said, going back to what Eric said, depends on the safety and safety matters. Um. Todd said, if we have no sexual chemistry with the person, then a relationship is going to be hard. Very true. Um, I think so. Yeah. Chi Chi said, to be honest, I have yet to see those who deem themselves sexually sexually liberated. Somebody got something going on? Uh, (laughs) Somebody somebody tuned in. That's right. Chi Chi said, to be honest, I have yet to see those who have deemed themselves sexually liberated, truthfully happy. Something always comes up. There's always this insatiable need that usually turns sour. I'm happy. I'm truly happy. I knew knew Brie was going to lose her fucking mind over that one. Because I was going to say, Brie happy too, so she won't say it because you see her face. She like, "Uh, wait a minute. Here we go. Because how are you determining somebody else is happy? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, no, that's just, just opinion of someone's happy. Like, monogamy might be happy for some people. It may not be. You feel what I'm saying? How can you say who's truthfully happy if you're not them? Because I'm happy. She, she said she said she's yet to have seen it. Like, she, her, her, she hasn't seen it. Follow me on Facebook. I am Brigitte Goodwin. <laughs> Um, Latanya says sex is overrated because everyone bases it as the most important point in dating someone. You can be sexually attracted to someone, but that doesn't mean sex has to play a role so early on. I think the problem is that people shouldn't make it a thing. If y'all want to have sex with that person, the feeling should be mutual and not on the grounds of, well, I'm going to make him wait because those are the rules. Live your life and do what you want. Um... That basis, it's the basis for me. Uh, shut up. Um, <laughs> Nicole said, Oh, oxytocin be flowing too heavy, and women naturally produce more. That's how antifreeze end up in dudes' blue Kool Aid when they don't answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, what, what is wrong with them? <laughs> yeah, Nicole. Oh, it's my soul sister. We need what to is <laughs> Mama Troche oh said, God. uh, like, why did you tell your friends? Now they want some. <laughs> I'm talking about what Eric said. Your friends uh, gonna some if you tell them all that, they're gonna be plotting in the back. Watch some of them friends. Uh, Marcus true. said, Some people have had a lot of sex experience with few partners. More partners doesn't equate experience. And True. then Tavana mm -hmm. said, in general, it doesn't matter how many partners you have or had, you will have to train a person how to please you. For sure. That is and very true. True. And Chi Chi said she was going based on her own examples that are around her. She didn't generalize. She was just saying those that are around her. So, yeah. Um, Y'all over here uh, bumping in these comments, so I want to thank y'all for you know being this. here. Thank y'all yeah, for really hopping in on this on this dope conversation here. We're gonna take button. yeah, hit that share button. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thank y'all that are tuning in from YouTube. Call uh, your man. friends right now and tell them to tune in because we 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 got it popping right now. Yeah, and if you are watching from Facebook, make sure you hit that share button, share, 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 and stick around. We finna take a hot little commercial break, real quick, real quick. Go fill up your cups. Yes. I promise you, we'll be black. We'll we'll be black. We'll be back. We'll be back in the blink of an eye. Okay, we'll be after these messages. We'll be right back. <laughs> who says you have to spend hundreds to thousands of dollars for airtime slots on television or spend years trying to get picked up by netflix and mainstream media just to launch your hollywood worthy content well not anymore now there's a solution for content creators of all budgets ego entertainment network presents ego tv this is your solution Coming to a mobile app store and television near you, June 30th, 2021, on Roku, Fire TV, Apple TV, and more. Take advantage of our introductory offers. Submit your film, episodes, or series to be included on the network for the launch for only $50. Secure your six-month advertising spot for only $75. 
Want to be included in the mainstream rollout on Comcast and AT&T U-verse? Sign up for only $175. Ego TV Network in partnership with Tajadine Raleigh Productions and Lions Blood Entertainment is a full-service television production network providing Ego original content and a top-quality affordable platform for other independent creators everywhere. Contact us today at www.egoentertainmentnet.com. You must sign up by May 5th, 2021 to be eligible for the introductory offer. Ego TV, providing fresh new content and electrifying entertainment. A division of Ego Entertainment Network, a full media production company consisting of television, digital magazine, and radio. Ego, empowered greatness optimized. I told y'all we was coming right back. Look at you. Got to stay ready. Told y'all we was coming right back. We was coming right back. So hey, babe, have... mouth, mouth had to the, the ocean. The ocean. <laughs> 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 the, hey, he done took off his shirt and that thing. Like, <laughs> we usually be going longer than that. You... I told y'all we was coming <laughs> right back. Commercial break. <laughs> so, quick, y'all. We had a couple of questions, and Michelle wanted to know: Do men know within the first five minutes of meeting a woman? that they want to have an interaction with them. Of course, men just want to fuck most of them. <laughs> and so this the okay. so this the thing I always I always like try to address, you know what I'm saying? Because a, a lot of people be asking dumbass questions and shit like that, like when it comes to oh, <laughs> thing like that. No, nah, no, nah, for real because like it's this thing where motherfucker like, "Oh, what what was it that attracted you to like you? I haven't even said a word to you yet. Only thing I can see is your physical at this point. I even yeah. said one word. That's why I said something because you're physically attractive to me." Man, like man, how man, how man. can I how can I say, "Oh, I want to be with you" or or man, I I was in man, we, we on the same wavelength. How you know? So you saying that's a dumb question? No, I'm not saying her question is dumb. I'm just saying, like no, not her question. I'm saying when you're saying when people when you are physically attracted to somebody and you say something before no, so, a physical attraction, then they're like, Well, what made you draw to come to me or whatever? I'm confused. Yes, that's so stupid. What you think oh, okay. it was? <laughs> what do you think it was? I I have I, I have said no words to you. It definitely wants your intellect. <laughs> what the fuck? But, but, but it could have been because what if you knew of them before you and then you saw them? Mm -hmm. so that's not what I'm talking about. That's not, that's not the incident I'm <laughs> talking said, about. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Okay. See, here, here, here's the thing about that question. Um, when you interact with them, when I was on a dating scene, I would really, I would just kind of like watch the person that I'm interested in, just kind of see what's going on. I really will wait, you know, till a couple of guys go up to him and then she shoot him down. So I just kind of see what she's about. Usually, usually I'm within earshot to figure out what stupid thing they said to just make that woman tell them to go away. So, I mean, we obviously, it doesn't even take five minutes for a captain. Though. Most guys will see somebody and we'll kind of like scan them over and watch them for a few minutes before we approach them. So, you know, unless you're drunk, most men don't just typically just walk up to a woman on site. It's not. It, I don't even think five minutes is correct. I think it's it's closer to like twenty seconds. Oh wow! You know, dudes make they just like in dudes' head. Yes, we very, visual. We, we very visual. Like twenty seconds, be like, oh shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I think I'm gonna go ahead and try to shoot a shot. 
I'm on here telling not too much of the man laws. <laughs> I can't be doing it. You think if a man see a woman, he said, "Oh shit," he be like, "I don't want to hit whatever." <laughs> he said, "Cause ain't no man ever, ain't no man ever gonna if say." A man, nah. If a man do like, if a man do like this, he'll hit. It's an arrow. I'm saying there are way more available women out here than men. When you take out, you know, the ones that are gay and lesbian and all this other stuff, if you just do it like a heterosexual man, a heterosexual woman. There's like way more options. So, you know what? A man's got a better chance, uh, to be honest with you, of hitting because of the pure numbers. As long as you don't do anything stupid, then you can usually stand a pretty good shot. Even if you leave all those in, though, bro, it's still a huge outnumbering. It's still a huge outnumbering. So you saying yeah. that most men got a, a really good percentage a shot at they express within these first either 20 seconds to five minutes that they want to hit it, sleep with somebody, however you want to word it, that the women are going to give in? Like they'll be successful in that quest? No, we were yeah. speaking. Now, what you're speaking on is a yeah, man. That's what said. He said yes. <laughs> yeah, he said yeah. I mean, because if you think about it, is as long as you don't blow it within the first couple of like minutes, um, I mean, some people you can't just go straight up and be like, okay, hey, you know what? Life's short. Let's just fuck. Some people are okay with that. Yeah. Other people want to yeah. be. It's some ugly, it's some ugly men, it's some ugly women out here. Man. Yeah, it is. But you know what? But you know what? My thing is that I've seen the ugliest cats get the most attractive women <laughs> if they, they hit on the first night for whatever reason it is. I don't and and it's so true. Like, you see, they got shiny shirts on matching their church shoes with pretty women. They be funny. Like comedically funny? Is that what you yeah. said? Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of times, ugly, they a lot of times do be dudes don't be like physically attractive, but they're funny. So women a lot of times give the not socially attractive guy a chance because he did something that sparked her interest in him. Mm -hmm. It wasn't necessarily the physical. It wasn't the physical. It was more of he said something funny. <laughs> Because, you know, sometimes when you are doing whatever you're doing, dudes be like, smile, that ain't that bad. You chuckle or, you you know, or something uh, along that line. Sometimes that's how they end up with a woman that, y'all, most people be like, uh, <laughs> how do they end up together? Y'all be like, so if a man make y'all laugh, y'all be like, uh, he might can't get none of this regular poo poo, but he can get some of this giggle pussy. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't start. It's eight fifty one. You got uh, no nine minutes. But you know, you're right. But I think that will actually lead into a whole nother conversation, which is the topic of there's a lot more. I don't think women look at men from a straight physical standpoint like men look at women. So therefore, you do have a lot of more attractive women that date men that may not be that attractive, mm -hmm. whereas vice versa, men like a couple of these guys have said. No, it's straight physical. Like if it ain't nothing popping physically, like we we you know whatever. And I don't think it's like that with women. Women do give guys a chance. And that makes sense. So uh, Marcus said, "Men are visual. Uh, <laughs> men are visual creatures. Of course, we know in the first five. And then Nicole said, "Therapist brain alert. Why do y'all think these <laughs> rules were created? 
Also, if you were raised by parents who instilled the beliefs that sex on the first date is a no-no, how did you learn to embrace the different ideas without shame? You know what? You live and you learn. You know what? Just like with everything My, else. They had their first orgasm and realized what they bad about it. Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. that is I, don't, I don't think that has a it's lot to do with it. it no. <laughs> you know what? My my mom and dad, they had sex on the first night and up came my oldest sister. <laughs> so you know what? I, I I I disagree with that. You know, when we had to talk, Pops was like, Look, he was like, if you decide to go do something, he was like, whether it's the first time or not, it was like make sure you lace up because I got your mama pregnant on our first date. And then three kids later, you know, here we you know, are still together. So, yeah. So, you know what? I, at this point, you know what? It, it's 2021. We can live through a pandemic. We should just go ahead and just go for what we know. If you just want to do the one hit or quitter, do the one hit or quitter. <laughs> and, 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 you know, if it turns Wait. out to be something more than that. What did the year have to do with it? It's 2021. <laughs> basically, basically that time It's 2021, you know? Basically that time Look what we done been through. Look what we done been through. You know what? And, and it's going to wind up coming um, to pass in a couple of years about how many pregnancies have happened since the pandemic. So there's been a lot of folks, you know, that had messed around there and, and, and hooked up. You know, COVID or not, it was like, hey, you got needs, you got needs. Yeah. yeah, the second baby. But yeah, this, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's definitely a baby explosion because my daughter during the pandemic, I'm about to have my first grandchild. Um, oh, congratulations! You know, thank okay. you. The, the guy that she was dating, you know, they were like dating, and and next thing you know, I'm like, and she was like, when you when you when you know, you know. So she wound up did finding her her love during this pandemic. But when you know, you know. And there's nothing wrong with about that as far as like being losing and, and all of this other stuff. So it really depends on your belief and your comfort level. But yeah, I, I you know what? I, I don't, I'm not going to be judgmental. Uh, this pandemic has taught me a lot of stuff. If you don't go out there and you don't go after what you want, you're going to miss out. But be safe and be respectful. My, my parents never talked to me about sex, period. That was just my mom's mom passed away when she was really young. She didn't know no better. But my Boxing came in with religion when mm -hmm. I went to church. Like, I will say it. I think religion is the biggest cock blocker ever, right? Like, I think that it was one of those situations where I was told what I should be doing, right? And I did it the way church folks and religion say you're supposed to do it. And I still was not happy. I was married for seven years and didn't even know my own damn body because I was taught that my body was never, it's wrong to explore you. It's wrong to touch yourself. So we're telling these women and girls this shit. So then we get with men who are supposed to tell us our bodies or all this mm. weird jacked up shit. So for me, it was all, all about going to the root of Brie, do you believe what has been told to you? Like, why is it that you are not able to be sexually free? Why is it you can't be financially free? Why can't you be emotionally fucking free? Why do you care about what everybody else is telling you you have to do? And that's what I feel like that was the biggest hurdle for me to come out of was that box of shaming myself because of what other people told me was wrong about me. So you feel what I'm saying? Like, I think if we lived more to the truth, 
of what we desire and the truth of what we believe and not all these boxes that were put in. He's going to think I'm a hoe. Well, he's a hoe. Very well said. Very well said. Yes. So you, Thank you, Thank you, And I think the I think the rules were created going to that first question. I guess we're to, we're to one um, kind of keep the purity of a woman, I guess. Um, but yet, no one really cared about the purity of the man in the sense and so everything was always just forced upon women the woman mm -hmm. and i think that's why those societal rules were created oh if you if you do then you know you're just you're not valuable anymore no one's going to marry you after this point oh and that's kind of like that show um what's that show that was on netflix um where um they called it like they take all the women to the ball in their pretty little dresses to try to find a husband. But if somebody has sex, that means they soil. Oh, like a bloody The Brit, what was it called? Yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah. Um, Bridgerton, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, and I mean, that's how that's how it's always been. Like, you yeah. have to keep your, your purity. And it goes with what Brie was saying about um, religion and um, church and how everything, you aren't, taught about you know being in a relationship and having sex and you were taught that it's wrong it's wrong it's wrong it's wrong mm. like no one ever had the conversation that when you are with your husband it can be pleasurable you know as a woman you can enjoy it no we've just always been fed the shit's wrong well, because <laughs> speaking, you know, from a biblical perspective, it was you only have sex to procreate. That was it. That's all. Mm -hmm. It's not supposed to be anything other than that, um, which is why, you know, a lot of things that I do say in, uh, you know, on here in my private life, whatever people, when I say I'm a minister, they're like, what, what the hell? Like what? Cause I don't do typical churchy ministry stuff. Like, yeah, I'm way outside the box. Like I've been outside the box since I was probably two years old. But I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole's comment. Right. That's what I was over here laughing at. Because she's dumb. Back to Africa. Because she's dumb. And if you know where that's from, if you know where that's from, it's hilarious. Um, but she said, kind of going back to the comment about uh, about ugly dudes, it's the confidence in ugly dudes, too. Like, they're always going to step. Some of the cute dudes be wanting to be approached. Uh, I would definitely say that as well. Like, ugly dudes be confident in a mug. So you're going to give them that opportunity because they didn't step because... Of the confidence, of the confidence. They don't care. They don't care nothing about rejection a lot of times. They be like, we get, used, we get well. used to it. We get used to it. They be like, well, okay, whatever. Um, you know what? Uh, and I then we had... Go ahead, Eric. Um, okay, so as women, have any of the women ever approached a dude? It's like, you know what? I want to give it to him tonight. Bree had... Thank you, Bree. Yeah, so yeah, so we, we only gotta we all have to speak at once. 
Yes. But my thing you is like what 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 is so wrong with that though? Like with, with women approaching dudes. Like I, I hate the fact that it's people that believe that a woman should never approach a dude. Like why why she can't like what she like what she see? What's because wrong with that? Because, because, because um what, what you I say feel... a man wants to be wanted as well. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's I that's, that's, that's real shit. Victoria Monet got a song called F U C K. Friend, Love that song. Friend, you can keep. Yeah. She said, she said, Friend, you can keep. She said, just because we have sex tonight don't mean we jump in a broom. She said, I can be a friend you can keep. F-U-C-K. It's okay for women to approach men and say, I want to sleep with you. I want to get with you. Let's kick it. Let's do whatever. But then it's not okay for a woman to ask a man to marry them. I, I don't. I don't agree no, with none of that. Totally shit. Okay. Disrespectful. No, no, I don't mean, that people can do what they want to do. Oh, okay. People can live how they want to live, do what they want to do. Right. I don't. I don't look down at no when when you see the post or whatever, or of you see a woman like oh, like a, a proposing to a dude or asking a man, like all that, bro. Like it's it's society that got people thinking that bullshit, man. So let me ask you this, Trosh. Trosh. So do you think it's okay for? A woman to shoot they shot. You know how men are always in women's DMs and always, you know, doing whatever. What do y'all think about if a woman just slide in your DM and be like, you know, I saw you because I think somebody going to be in Eric's DM anyway, Eric. I'm just going to tell you after that one comment you made, it's going to be like, people in your DM talking about, hey, Eric, how you doing? My name is Stacy. I saw you on the podcast. You know what you're doing. You, I mean, I'm just so if you get them DMs, Eric, are you like, oh shit, she's hot? Like, oh yeah, are you? Or does that turn you off? No, it, it wouldn't turn me off. Well, first of all, um, not single. So anybody who does slide into my DM, I'm just gonna have to respectfully. Because. You know, let them know what my, my status is. And let me tell yeah. you right now, while my husband ain't in the house, my daughter was like, ooh, let me see what Eric look like. Period. <laughs> what? Why did you just embarrass her like that? Why, why did you do that? that but she right. owned it, though, she in the background. And I just handed her my phone, because I'm on my phone looking, too, so she can see what you look like, Eric. Okay. Well, thank you, but Y'all silly. This then turns into love. Forgot the question. This I man forgot, just said he's taken. I forgot the question. What was the question? Right. The question like this. How would you ask the question? We said the same way you feel. The question was if somebody's in your DM. If an attractive man comes at you. Wait. Hold on, Mal. If an attractive man. Would you want to turn off or would you be okay? You know what? If I got approached by a woman, I would be fine with that. That wouldn't bother me at all. Because you know what, you don't know what you don't know. So I'm not. I wouldn't turn down anything as a single person. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm perfectly fine with it. Hell, uh, somebody, you know, please let me know what's going on if I was single. So you know, men, we 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 like attention. We we really do. The same thing that we the same thing that we do for women as far as like catering and pampering and stuff like that. We like that every now and then. So. You know, it, it used to be one of those things where I'm not doing this for him or I ain't doing that for him. He's got to do this for me first. He got to do that for me first. You know what? What one person won't do for you, there's probably 10 of them will. They just don't know where you at. You know what? That is, that's and, and, and that's why I was agreeing with Mouth when he said that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, 
Like, why it gotta be one-sided in that aspect? Like, why you the only one that can want, want all this, like, want to be wanted? Like, bro, like, we human beings just like you. Like, what's wrong with you showing me that you want me as well? Like, come on, bro. Like, like, like stop this. Stop the so, so, Pam said, yes, she has approached a man. May not have always been sexually, but I've said that a man was good-looking today, and he didn't say a single thing back. Um... LaKendra told Pam that you should have yelled, you ugly. And that's what they do when you don't want to holler. Because <laughs> that's exactly what they do. You go from being... You go, from, you go from being thick to being a... Uh, you go, you go from, from one extreme to the next when you don't want to um, talk to them. Uh, let's see. Oh, we had a question on my page. Uh, Dominique says, so after the first night situations, how do you redirect the situation ship to a relationship? And is that possible? Hold your answers. Hold your answers. Ask that question again. Okay, wait. So after the first night situations, how do you redirect the situation ship to be a relationship? And is it possible? Hold your answers. We're going to go to another commercial break. <laughs> and we're going to bring in our second guest of the night. Uh, one of our favorites, Mr. Marcus Flinnall. Um, uh, he's the Chicago cheesecake guy. He's going to bring in some information and holler at us on this subject tonight. He's going to weigh in with us. So go fill up your cup one more time. One more time. We're going to take another commercial break. We'll be right back. We're going to be leave. right back. Don't leave. We'll Don't be right leave. back. And then we're going to bring in our other guests. It's about <laughs> so, to get better. It's about to get better. Stick and stay. Stick and stay, peoples. Here we go. <laughs> EGO Entertainment is bringing you a night of food, fun, live entertainment, networking, and an unbelievable showcase. The Black Carpet Pre-Show Experience will be hosted by Miss E-Class of 103.5 WRBO and the Mistress of Ceremony for the evening, The Polished Lady. The night will be full of surprises, special guests, EGO TV network premiere, raffles, and much more. Come out, meet the personalities, walk the carpet, network, and be a part of a night you won't forget. Make it a date night and come out Saturday, June 12th at the Flanner and Buchanan Event Center located at 2950 North High School Road in Indianapolis, Indiana from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. for the Black Carpet Experience. Showcase starts at 5 p.m. Get your general and VIP tickets at egoentertainmentnet.com. This is one event you don't want to miss. Music is Swing Has Swung by Shane Ivers on SilvermanSound.com. Aye. And we're going to slide our next guest on up in here, Mr. Marcus, darling. Hey, Marcus. Hey, what's going on, everybody? What's good? What's good? Hey, Marcus. Oh, my God. sir. <laughs> oh, have you figured out? Can you ship them yet? I am still working on this shipping. Okay, can we introduce him before you start asking <laughs> questions about, about the cheesecake? Captain, <laughs> F all of this. I need to know can I get some cheesecake? Okay, I'm sorry. Ma- <laughs> hey, Marcus. This uh, Everybody, this is Marcus Flinnaw. He is one of our avid viewers, and he is. 
Uh, he always has really, really great stuff to say in the comment section. So why not have him on for this very, very uh, interesting topic? So, Marcus, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Why you want to open that can of worms? Listen, because <laughs> you always have some really funny and dope stuff to say in the comments. So why not have you in mm -hmm. on getting down and dirty on the first night? Sure, so. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself and then I'm going to re-ask the question and then y'all can go off. Okay. Uh, well, right. uh, I'm Chicago cheesecake guy. Uh, been in business since, uh, shoot, 20, 2007, actually. Uh, uh, this kind of started as a hobby and it just kind of grew over the years and I am inching closer and closer to, uh, building my brand <laughs> as you guys are always talking about on the show so uh it's real baby so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be here i'm definitely excited to be here get it get it we appreciate you for coming on too bro right like, thank you like for she being said, here. you always in the comments every week bro asking interesting questions and giving some interesting like uh, how you gonna freeze anywho <laughs> 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 It's okay. Um, so the question. So after the first night situations, how do you redirect the situationship to a relationship? And is that possible? Marcus, I'm going to let you so, take it first. And then everybody else. Because Marcus just hopped on so here. So we're going to swing it around. I'm one of those people, you got to let that type of stuff na happen naturally. You know, people are always trying to figure out a way to make something happen. And if it if it's not supposed to happen, don't make it happen. Just let it happen naturally. I like that. I will also I be like, um, like, so y'all can do what y'all do. Um, it, it's just a conversation. If y'all feel like, oh, man, we should probably entertain this a little more. Just have a conversation. That's it. Like if the Absolutely. if the if the answer that you get from the conversation is nah, we ain't gonna rock like that. Don't rock like that. But if y'all want to do it, like like keep keep rocking with it. Like it like he said, mm -hmm. let it flow naturally. Like if if it happens and and blossoms something. Damn, fun. Yeah. Agrees with Marcus and just let it happen naturally. If you gotta have that communication. And like he yeah. said, you know, had that had a conversation. Be like, hey, you know, I know we was just, you know, hitting it and whatnot, but some things have changed. And <laughs> you know, we need to have a conversation about it. Right. Just be just yeah. be real with it. And be mindful that everything doesn't need a box or a type to it. Like when you went on that date, it wasn't considered a situationship. So why now that we've had sex, is it now a situationship? And are we going to be in a relationship? So Marcus's mm -hmm. point, Trosha's point, to Kat's point, let the shit just flow. Like why are we so quick to now we go together? No, we don't go together, my guy. That is that high school thinking. We go together. As long as both people agree, I do believe that a conversation needs to be had. A label doesn't mm -hmm. have to be but you know, everybody needs to know their role. Am I the occasional piece of dick or you the occasional piece of pussy that I'm gonna have? Or are we just like cool? Or you know, am I like that person that you call on the seventeenth of every you know, I, I I need to know what's going on. So it's gonna, it's gonna you, be up to us to decide whether 
it's that or not. But the conversation does need to be had. Absolutely. But you know, sometimes people are scared to have that conversation. They'd be okay with continuing with the sexual relationship without trying to even push it. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's like if, if that's what you want, go after what you want, have that conversation. If they say that ain't what they want, deuces. Move on. <laughs> It's just I don't want to try to demographic that that comes. It's just how that that combination goes. But like, why is that? Like, why is that question so? Like, why is that conversation so taboo? What the? It ain't even taboo. It ain't even taboo. But why is it so that we? It's not taboo, it's that they fear rejection. Are you talking about the what is this, what are we doing conversation? Yes. Like, why is people that don't so... like People don't like being asked those kind of questions off guard for the simple fact that they cannot lie. <laughs> like, a lot of times people be like, oh, shit, I wasn't ready for... My mama calling me, I gotta go. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't want to actually give a solid answer to that question it's like where well, i thought about it but i really wanted mm-hmm. to still just fuck around and mess around with you i really didn't want this to be that but it has the opportunity but i don't really want that right now maybe later so i think the it's not that it's a, a taboo i think it's just a hard question to answer when people don't necessarily know no. what they want starting out that makes sense and I think it's a well, one-sided you, question, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, dudes don't be asking that shit. We be the ones that be yeah. like, hey, let's just keep that shit popping. It be the female always want to put the no. pressure on No, no, actually, no, it's sir. been the complete opposite for me. What? No. I'm going to have to disagree with you there, Trosh. What? That wasn't the case for my lady. Apparently, everybody on this panel got some good ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, we are very intellectual. <laughs> What if you messed around with somebody and they got like a boyfriend on the side and then they just wanted to just be like that one one night stand, but they want to be able to call you up, you know, whenever they feel like it. So why shouldn't why shouldn't I know what's going on? Why shouldn't I know what mm-hmm. I'm walking into? Now let me decide whether or not it's okay for you to be messing around with me and somebody else at the same time. My thing is I'll get pissed off if I don't know. And I think that's the thing. I think people don't want to lay their cards on the table. They don't want to say, hey, I'm messing with you and this other person and this other person and this other broad across town. Some people do not want to lay their cards on the table for the simple fact that they feel like they are going to lose one of their star players. So in order to not lose one of their star players, they're not going to lay their cards on the table. They're going to be like, well, you know, this is what this is what I'm doing, and it's just with you. Instead of being upfront and honest and giving you the opportunity to choose what you want to do in that situation, um, I actually posted today. The real game is telling her the truth and letting her decide what she wants to do with it, and for and vice versa, is telling him the truth and letting mm-hmm. him decide what they want to do with it. It's not um, it's not a matter of people playing around don't play around because if you out here just humping everybody now you playing with somebody else's life if you not yeah. being truthful about what you're really doing out here in these streets and the people now, that you're messing with not being truthful with you either 
True. So that's facts. And that's like I, I always say, like, you know, everybody come with package, with with baggage. Mm-hmm. You know, allow me to know how much baggage you have so I determine if I want to be bothered with it. Yep. If I want to carry your baggage with you, help you with it, whatever, give me that option. And a lot of people don't want to know the truth. So it's you, it's not that they don't want to tell you, they don't know how to tell you. You know how many dudes I've run across in this poly life who are almost like, well, you know, women aren't as open as you, Bree. There's so many women not open as you. The minute you say this, they're gonna cut you off and woo, 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 woo. You don't necessarily know that until you give the person that opportunity. But I also think that we come from, you're only supposed to be with one person. Monogamy is the way, you can't have multiple partners. But in our world, like, this shit is happening. Like, it's able, you're able to, being poly has taught me how to communicate greater than I've ever communicated being monogamous, ever. You know what I'm saying? Identifying your truth. You know what, on, on monogamy, you know what, us as human beings, we are not monogamous by nature. We, we just simply aren't. Being I've been saying that for years, Eric, and nobody listens to me. I've been saying that for we years. We are not monogamous by nature. Usually some sort of overpowering feeling happens whether you catch feelings, you know, mentally, physically, whatever. You would have to have an experience that trumps everybody else's experience so, so, so great. It's like, damn, I want to I want to keep this feeling. I want to be with this person. And then, you know, you develop stronger feelings, but we're not monogamous by nature. We, 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 we're not. We we're not. Otherwise, the first person that we have sex with is the person we will wind up marrying. But we're, we're not. Um, and I think somebody, and I forgot who mentioned it, said that uh, some people believe that, you know, the sexual process is just to reproduce babies. No, because a woman wouldn't have a clit and a man wouldn't be able to make a baby if that's what the case. If it didn't feel good, we wouldn't want to do it all the time. I mean, and to that point, it's almost like we're we're all actually poly by nature. If you really want to go there, you know, because when you really talk about being poly, you're talking about the the ability to love more than one individual. I've been and saying that for years too. Ideally, all of us are poly. I love my mama. I love my girlfriend. I love the kids I work with down the street. You know what? Because people it's people always yeah. people always say that poly is sexual and it's not always sexual. It's yeah. not sexual, but it is intimate. Not all the time. You can have a poly relationship with someone that you're not intimate with. You're right, you can, and that's what I'm saying. But I don't think you can use or de- use the definition or define poly as loving the same people in your poly life as your mother and your kids. That's totally different. But yes, you can in poly have platonic people that you love and you don't actually have sex with them. Yes. I think the way he was stating it was that that we have the ability to love multiple people at okay. one time. Okay. Not, not necessarily in, in the poly way. He was just right. saying like we have the ability to love multiple people at one time like we love our mother, our children, this, that, and other. Okay, got it. Okay, yep. Yeah, I agree. Okay. <laughs> what Marcus both said was, we're not monogamous by nature. We're all poly. We have the ability to love more than one person. But it's so crazy that why are we only taught monogamy? 
You feel what I'm saying? Like, we know these things about people in general, but I was 30-something before Polly even showed up in my life. So it's always just interesting how one narrative gets screened, and that's the narrative we take, but judge all the other narratives. Because I've never mm-hmm. ran into more judgmental women with me being Polly ever. Like, women are so judgmental. Like, don't tell me what to do with my vagina, and I won't tell you what to do with yours. Don't tell me what to do with my heart, and I won't tell you what to do with yours. But it's such a, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know. So Pam said, what about those who honestly associate sex with the intimacy of relationships? And once they have sex, then there is more on their mind. Communication. Yeah. yeah. It, it takes two people to be in any type of relationship, whether it's just a physical relationship or whether you're going further. So communicating that uh, beforehand, afterhand, it, there's some communication that needs to be had. Because if I'm if I'm catching feelings, for example, and a woman isn't, then you know there's going to be a problem. Because either my feelings are going to be hurt, or until she tells me, I'm going to keep calling, I'm going to keep trying to pursue. And instead of you just telling me, well, this is what it is. You know, it's just me and you, you know, doing it whenever I feel like it. And, and some people are okay with that role. But you know, you, you need to know what's going on because that's, that's that's how people's feelings wind up getting hurt in the end because you just don't. Very true. Um, so kind of going back to what Marcus said about baggage, uh, Pam said, are people supposed to tell that baggage on the first date or after you sleep together the very first time? When does the when do you expose the baggage? I, I think you start talking to somebody depending on what that baggage is, and I wouldn't necessarily call in having or or deciding to have multiple um, situationships or relationships or sex, whatever, with multiple pe- multiple people as baggage, because baggage is kind of like a negative connotation. But mm-hmm. if I'm with multiple people and I meet you, I feel me personally, I feel like behave before we do anything. Hey, just so you know, you're not the only person I'm seeing. Because some people may be like, oh, you know what? Well, if you're sleeping with somebody over here, then I don't want to sleep with somebody who's sleeping with somebody else. So I would give them that choice immediately up front. Now, if I'm not currently sleeping with anybody else and it's just you, then I don't need to tell you, you know, what how many partners I had or what I've been doing. Now, if it gets to a point where it's we two weeks down the line and I meet somebody else and I'm still talking to you, then I'm going to tell you at that point, you know what? Hey. I met some some people over here and I'm going to sleep with them or it came up or it happened or whatever the case may be because Mm -hmm. they may want to jump ship or they might be like Bree said, well, it's cool. You know, we can keep doing what we're doing and you do what you do, whatever. But you know, when I when I was saying baggage, I was I was typically talking about just your stuff. We all come with stuff when it comes Mm -hmm. to, you know, being in a relationship with somebody and you know, when you're dealing with other people, yeah, you want to you wanna give that person enough time to let them know, like, hey, you ain't the only one. I'm talking to other people. You do with that with how you would want to do with it. You know what I'm saying? That's your information. That's my information for you to know. And if you want to continue with this, then let's go. So it's really no time frame that, I, that you could really put on that. You know, it really is on a case by case situation. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I but I feel like a lot of dudes respect, at least in my world, they respect me telling you like, this is what my situation is versus waiting months down the line and then coming out to say, hey, by the way, this is how I operate. Like, I always get that. Like, I really appreciate your honesty because a lot of women lie. And I don't mm-hmm. lie. So, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's depending, again, on what your baggage is or stuff is, it depends on how that shows up. Um, Kendra said, Kendra said that you need to set expectations. Um, Kendra, explain in what way are you setting these expectations for the people? Um, because a lot of times people will say that when you set expectations, you set yourself up for disappointment. So in what way are we setting the expectation? Because, um, society keeps telling people like, you're not supposed to set expectations and things of that nature. So how are you setting expectations and how are you letting the person know uh, what these expectations are? And in those expectations, are you setting your boundaries and explaining what your boundaries are to that person? Okay. But we're apparently not talking about setting expectations on a one night stand. No, because we haven't been talking about one night stands. We're just talking about giving it up on the first night. So, I mean, there are some people, you know, right. when you're talking to them in the course of the conversation, they, they like the conversation. They're like, you know what? You, you can get it. You know, others are setting the expectations that I'm not opening up my legs. You know, I'm not undoing my zipper. You know, it, it's just not like that right now. So you, you can set expectations, you know, because like I said, we all know what we're going to do when we first talk or, or hear that person. But that goes in with that effective communication. Because as soon as she tells yeah. me I can get it, I'm the first question I'm asking tonight, tomorrow, when? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I need to know. Like, what are your expectations? I, I think it's kind of unspoken, though. Do people really just come out and say, oh, yeah, dinner was great. Yo, I'm going to give you something tonight. Do people say that? Or is it just kind of like an unspoken thing? that men and women decide in their head and then they just allow it to go there. Do people really verbalize that though? Communication is our partner clarity is our friend. I just need that clarity. It's situational. It it really depends. I'm sorry to be the interrupt. Go ahead. Nah, nah, you good, bro. Go ahead. No, it's situational. I mean, there's, you know, like we've got some real strong independent women over here. You know what? It's either going to be black and white. It's either we're going to do it or we not. That, That gray area is where people get tripped up at. Uh, as I've gotten older, it's like if I want to do something, I'm like, you know what? You kind of get a vibe, though. Most men aren't going to ask a stupid question because you kind of get a vibe inside of your head based on body language. Um, so, you know, the expect, you know, dinner was great. You know, what, what you doing later on? Do you think we could spend a little bit of time alone together? You know, the answer is like, yeah, we grown. You know, hey, if I come at you, like, you think we could spend a little bit of time? I'm like, hell no. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> no, it might, it's either going to be yes or it's going to be no you know sometimes you know you, you, your radar might be off but you know i agree with marcus we, we got to have that communication um because it, it's you a lot of folks catch, yeah a lot of folks catch cases because of miscommunication yeah mm-hmm. exactly. gotta get um, that consent Yep, Michelle said, you're just hoping the chemistry is strong enough afterwards to continue communication afterwards. So 
You gotta just hope <laughs> this nigga picked it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, a, I've got a question, and I've been dying to know this. Because most, like, most of the time after, you know, the, the sexual experience, usually I call. Is, is there something Ooh. about women? Do women wait on that call from that man after that first time? Or, or you know, how, how, how does that work? Because sometimes you feel a little awkward, you know, if it didn't instantly, you know, come out that way and it was kind of like a slow build or... You know, if she just jumped on me or, you know, what, what what's the expectation on that first call after that first time? I don't think it's an expectation, but I, in my experience, I've always gotten like, even if it was bad, I've always gotten a text like, oh, that was, that was really good. And I'm just like, okay. So oh, I guess you found out you flexing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you just flex one time real quick. Slid <laughs> so, that low key flexing it. I don't know if it's like, I don't know if it's an expectation or, I mean, I guess some women do wait on that call because I've seen a lot of movies or you hear like a lot of talk where they're like, oh, well, he didn't call me. He didn't call me after like, what do I do? And all those other different types of questions and things. So I guess some people do wait on it. But for me personally, if you don't text me, you don't text me. I neither here nor there to me. Okay, then. You're a whole little dude. You're a whole little dude out here. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, if, I, if I really enjoyed it, if I really enjoyed it and I want to see you again, then I'll be like, yo, that was awesome. But, you know. <laughs> but I mean, if you don't text me, it's neither here nor there. What'd you say? Pam said that she is a. Oh, go ahead, uh, Marcus. No, go I'm ahead, just, babe. I'm just trying to chime in. It's like, we both adults. You know, if I don't hit you up first, then hit me up first. Like, <laughs> if, it was, exactly. if, it was, if you was interested, then just hit me up. If I was I'm on busy. your mind, tell me. Like, and I'll tell you. It's just that. Um, Pam said that I'm a natural flirt, and I know it. In the South, we call it charming. But you can feel the vibe between each other. It's a give and take. And then she said, not really, but she's going to text you to see if you're still up in heaven, B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Y'all silly as hell. Um, so when it comes to um, the communication afterwards, like, um, like Eric asks, like, do you text first or whatever, but how do you initiate the communication if it hasn't if there hasn't been communication for days like do you feel some type of way if it hasn't been some type of communication after for so many days but the stipulation is the stipulation is that you really feeling this person and you haven't heard from them or y'all haven't talked in days so how do you feel in, in regards to that what type of communication kicks off or do you feel some type of way afterwards? That's the hey, big head text. Yeah. I think initially yep. you will feel some type of way. And then you kind of, I would say at that point, at least send a, hey, you okay? Like, are you good? And then if they don't respond to that, then. You got to check your feelings because yeah. you put feelings somewhere in the mix that there shouldn't have been feelings. So it's like, you got to eat that up. Like, okay, mm -hmm. I got to take that in. And you pick yourself up. You feel what I'm saying? It's one of those situations. Why you didn't call back? Right. Because <laughs> you didn't eat that up. And, 
Hey, hey, just real, real talk. We we might just be giving you some space to go ahead and hook up with all the other guys that you're messing with. So you know, we give you some time. <laughs> We have to save the car. Okay. <laughs> wait for the rotation. We hooked up on Monday. We hooked up on Monday, so I'm going to wait until next Monday to head it back up because Monday night going to be my night. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't already put that in the schedule. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. But you at least got a text to confirm Monday, though. I was thinking that too, like somebody confirm the schedule. You just kind of assume you on the schedule. Monday, like, uh, what is this? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Communication. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Michelle said the biggest enemy is the chatter you have in your head. Ooh. A woman would think that they are disinterested when in fact they may be busy, sick, or whatever. Don't shut down the communication. That's Don't shut like it that. down. Don't shut Anything? it down. You know Sometimes we, we talk ourselves out of stuff. Yes. Oh, Absolutely. Okay, <laughs> so I understand, you know, the whole don't shut down the communication and, and keep everything open because it can be some of those things. But what if you guys are not just the guys, but the girls, too? What if you really are not interested in anything else? Do you have that conversation? Say, you know what? It was good. We had a good time, but I'm just going to move on to the left. Or do you just kind of ghost the person? Oh, just be like, I'll be honest. I was a ghoster. Like I, I used to be. I used to be a hardcore ghoster. I was. Yeah. You wouldn't hear. You wouldn't know who I was after that point. Like Tony, we learned a lot about you. Yeah, like, hey, you gotta have. I'm legit working on the ghost them. <laughs> I'm legit working on the communicate. Like if I'm not interested in someone, I'm I'm learning on working on actually communicating that. Because I would like I would just slowly start to you'll get like you'll text me and then I'll ignore you for a couple hours and those couple hours will start turning into today's where I just stop responding to your messages. What if your past cross often though? You know, because we're talking about first dates, right? So what if it's a coworker or somebody that you see at the gym or somebody who oh, your paths keep crossing and you go on a first date and one thing leads to another and then you're like, Oh my god, that was whatever. I'm not never doing it again. Like how do you what what do you do in that situation? If it's if it's a person that I'm see if I it's a person that I see at the gym, thankfully I go to like three different gyms. So I'll just but um you know i don't know because i never had that that situation um like a lot of the people that i talk to they don't run in my circle or they don't run in the community that i run in because i've i've always talked to or met people outside of my little community. So I don't ever see them. They don't go out to the events that I'm at. You know, they don't come to my shows and stuff like that. So I would never ever see these people again. So I honestly don't know in that situation. And I think it's about karma for me. Like karma, I treat people how I want to be treated. Like, you know what I mean? I don't want to be ghosted. I'm not going to ghost you. Like, let's talk about this, my guy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, this is great. My I really You know what I mean? Um, I just think we're going to be friends. Like, let's just be cool. 
Like, that's what I can offer you. And at that point, I'm going to give you, this is what I can offer. Either you take what I offer or you get to move on. You know? From my, from a male, my perspective, I'm not ghosting nobody. I'm going to let you know. Like, if it's not working out, I'm just going to let you know. I'm not trying to get up the next morning and go and see my car on bricks, you know, because you got mad because I ghosted you. You know, so let's just keep that line of communication open. We started with great communication. I'm going to end it with great communication. Um, Cassie said, right, because just say you're not interested instead of just leaving somebody hanging. That's effed up. And yeah. Pam said, never <laughs> date a co-worker. Sorry, but no, never. don't sit where you eat. That's, I my, motto. That's, That's my motto. That's my motto. I will agree. Don't, don't where you eat. Because she was telling everybody in the office, Eric. No, you know what it was? That situation was a little different. Um, I used to be, I used to work in the auto part industry and I knew that I was getting a transfer uh, to a new store that was going to open up. So actually it was this very attractive older lady that I wind up, you know, just talking. Oh, yeah. to. Cool. Um, I was like, <laughs> I was like maybe 23 or 24 and she was like close to 40. Um, I wind up, we wind up just going out to the bar, you know, just talking junk and then the next thing you know we we wind up sleeping together on the first day talking junk but you say you work at the auto parts place yeah i worked out with a, a parts manager at the auto parts place it doesn't exist mm. anymore but it was up over here in the detroit area it was up Doing the lube jobs you, <laughs> you, know, you, you walk up there Eric. it's okay don't don't, uh, don't pay him no attention finish telling okay, us don't don't feed into it don't feed into mm, it don't feed into well, it just finish telling us your story back back. Well, it was one of those situations where we where we did it, you know, she had just came up off of a marriage. You know, I was just honestly, I was just out there. You know, I was single, no kids, lots of money. I was out there just do. I was out there doing me. <laughs> but I can tell you one thing, though. Sometimes those first time experiences are scary because when you come across somebody that taught that teaches you something. For me, that was awkward because she taught me some stuff that I didn't know, and I felt awkward calling her. So she finally had to call me after a couple of days and she was asking like, so was, was there something wrong? And I'm like, no, she was like, well, I didn't hear from you. And then I just told her like, look, you put me up on some stuff that I didn't know about. And to be honest with you, <laughs> it, it kind of freaked me out a little bit, but I want you to teach me some more stuff. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, she um yeah, I could say she taught me some stuff that I definitely passed on to some other people, you know, as I, you know, moved on to other relationships. But yeah, sometimes preach one, teach one, huh? Yeah, you, you, you can be scared sometimes because you was taught something and you're like, damn, I thought I knew something. It turns out I didn't know shit to like <laughs> mess around with her. <laughs> All right. Just like your young thumb in the corner. Miss <laughs> Martha did her thing. Man, I was curled up like I was curled up like a, a, a like a yeah, rape bro. victim that was like in a corner you see on the TV shows, like yeah, with the thumb in the mouth. But yeah, yeah, I mean, you know what? Sometimes those sometimes those first time experiences are scary and you don't know how to respond. I did. But, once you but Eric, but Eric, once you reflected on it, it was an amazing experience, wasn't it? Man, it was. It, it, there are things that I was taught that I use till this day. Well, mm, 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 mm. they'd be like, I'm gonna make you no. suck your thumb. I'll be like, please and thank you. 
Yeah, well, that was well, that was that was that was the last time that that happened because after that, I didn't want to be I didn't want to be outmatched like that no more because it was it was crazy, you know. It's like it was crazy. I did not want to be overmatched like that. And I, I, I'll be man enough to admit that. Yeah, I was overmatched. I was overmatched, and I was like, shit. So, you know what? <laughs> Set the expectation. Said, yeah, we were just messing around, but shit, the expectation was there was going to be something learned new. Every experience, right. and so, so and so. No, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You had a question. Uh, I was gonna um, read Pam's comment. She said many people don't realize that they are simply meeting a person's representative the first few months, and that means you don't always know their crazy quotient. We speak mm -hmm. about communication as <laughs> if both people are mature. Whether you ghost or not, some still bust the windows out of your car. So what I would like to know is how do you move after you realize the real person as opposed to their representative? I don't how do you know that that's really not that person's representative? Yeah, yeah, I agree. At this point, I'm too old to be trying to have somebody stand in for me. It's like I'll be fifty in a couple of days, and I, I, I you know what? This is me. This is who I am, um, and this is what you're going to get from me. So you either are going to accept it or you're not. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty black and white with mine. I, I don't have time for that stuff. I've got other things to invest my time rather than playing games. So we either are going to just be cool. We're going to be friends. We're going to be you know, intimate every so often, or, you know, if it ain't, if it ain't good for both of us, then it's good for neither one of us. You got to deal with a person for a minute to even know if that was their representative or not, though. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And like, you don't know that state representative today switch up. They done switched up on your ass. Now you like, oh shit, that motherfucker who you was in the beginning was not the motherfucker <laughs> who you are for real. And that's why the crazy chicks are a little easier to deal with because you know they batshit crazy. <laughs> you don't have to get because like, they come in crazy. the dough crazy. Trying to get to know... <laughs> exactly, you're trying to get to know that other side of their personality. But if they tell you that they're crazy, believe them that they were. They about to hit your ass with that. Mm. Bye, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, bro. Um, but she said, she said so. <laughs> But the question is, how do you move on after you realize that they are not who they said they were? You move on the you same way. Straight up you anything else? Yeah, it's like you know what, this ain't working out. You want this, I want that. It, you know what, we can't seem to meet in the middle, so it's just best we just part ways and move on. Mm -hmm. You do it with mm -hmm. jobs. You do it with yeah. friendships. You do it with mm -hmm. all kinds of things. This doesn't you align up. up with right. Yeah, because sometimes two great people, two great people don't necessarily make a great couple. Yeah. So we're going to take another quick break. But this time, but this time, this break, we're going to hit y'all with the new music moments real quick. Before we roll up out of here, we are down to like the last 17 minutes or so of the show. So we're going to give y'all this new music moment. And then we're going to hop right back into the conversation. And everybody going to give a few little tidbits of what they feel they gained from this conversation tonight. All right? 
We'll be right back. Yo, what's up? It's time for your new music moments with your man, The Mouth, right here on the Fat Girl Chronicles. We started off tonight with a new artist by the name of Jay Stevens, along with the group Van Jess, and they call this one Already On. And you heard it first, right here, in your new music moment on the Fat Girl Chronicles. already on it. Jay Stevenson with the group Van Jess. That's a great combo right there. Now he's back with another single. My guy, your guy, the honest guy. And he calls this one, Let's Get Blown. And you heard it first, right here with your man in the mouth on the Fat Girl Chronicles podcast. New music moment. I stay cool in my t-shirt. Ain't got no time for no regrets. For so long, I've been patient. From a world domination and There's a rip in my jeans Split it right between the seams But I can reframe my pocket To get me higher than the pocket When I take a smoke Takes me further than i ever been before When I take a smoke there's a fire that stays lit inside my soul Let's get it blown To our favorite song Tonight I'll take a smoke When we get it on Yes, indeed, the honest guy, let's get blown. But let's move to a rendition of a song that came out years ago. Man, man, man. This is called Bring It Home to Me. I don't know, you might remember, you might not know. But on this rendition, it's BJ the Chicago Kid, PJ Morton, along with Kenyon Dixon and Charlie Benton. Listen to this soulful rendition. Let me know if you like it. Right here on the Fat Girl Chronicles with your man in the mouth. Bring it all home to me 
Soul for Soul for Souls. BJ the Chicago Kid, PJ Moore and Kenyon Dixon, along with Charlie Denton in the remake of Bring It Home to Me. Now let's get into another song that's gonna be a number one. She's back, y'all. It's her. And guess who she got on this one right here? She went and got Chris Breezy. That's right, her and Chris Brown together on one single together. And this song is called Come Through. It's featured number one. And you heard the first right here with the man in the mouth on the Bad Girl Chronicles. number ones that's her and chris brown on the single called come through don't forget to go check out bj the chicago kid pj morton along with my favorite mr kenyon dixon and charlie benton on a song called bring it home along with the honest guy and his new single let's get blown along with jay stevenson along with the lovely sister group van jess and that single called all right already on it yo this has been your new music moments, man, right here on the Fat Girl Chronicles. Don't forget, if you need anything from me, man, you want to follow me, man, hang out with me anytime, follow me on all social media outlets at the mouth underscore moments. It's real simple, the mouth underscore moments. And if you got any questions or anything, man, I'm right here all the time, every Tuesday, the Fat Girl Chronicles. Hit me up at the Fat Girl Chronicles podcast at thefatgirlchronicles at gmail.com. It's your man in the mouth and your new music moments, and I'm out. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. Look at him. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> that come through is definitely a vibe. That's a number one. That's a number yeah, one. I, I love that song. Right there. That's gonna be a number one. Mark my words. That's gonna be a number one. I believe it. Both of them on that. That's that's heck yeah. That's a good. That's a good thing right there. Um. So we about ten minutes to the to the end of the show. So you know, uh, first and foremost, we want to thank Eric from the Ear Hustle Podcast for being on here, and we want to thank Marcus for hopping in on the second hour. To give his insight and input on tonight's topic, we thank you guys so much for being here. Appreciate Eric, you too, my bro. Um, can you Appreciate give you. everybody the information for the Ear Hustling Podcast, how they can tune in to you guys, and what days you guys uh, go live? We go live um, every Thursday, 
And you can look us up. Well, we've got, and I'll, I'll post a link probably after the show, but uh, we're on all of the social media platforms. We're on Facebook, uh, YouTube. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Apple Radio. But you can catch us every Thursday um, at 9 p.m. This upcoming Thursday, uh, I'll be out in Vegas, so I won't be broadcasting live. But hey, party! Thursday. Yep. But what time zone? Nine, 9 p.m. Um, what time Eastern, zone? Eastern Standard Time. Okay. And next Thursday, and we're inviting everybody, you know, regardless of what your platform is, we're going to be talking about social injustice. Uh, this is going to be a little bit different from the past ones that we've had. We've got some uh, politicians from the state of Georgia trying to get a couple of them from the state of Michigan on, as well as citizens. So we can actually have a communication with one another directly to try to figure out what is it that we can do to curb all of this, you know, all, all of this racism. You know, we, we need help from other communities other than ourselves. So we, we want to try to bridge that gap as much as we can in as many areas as we can. So May 13th is is going to be probably one of the most important shows that we've ever had. Um, so, if, you know, I invite anybody on the panel if you want to come and give your, you know, give your opinion, speak your piece, you know, on personal experience. Yeah, it's going to be a real serious podcast. Mm -hmm. um, and then the following week from there, uh, we're actually going to do what we call our show of shows. So it's kind of like our version of America's Got Talent. So hey. we're just going to have all different genres of all different people performing all different things. We did one last year. It went really, really well. So we're going to be doing it again this year. So uh, that's pretty much all we got. And then after that, we're going to be going on a hiatus. We typically take a hiatus um, after the last week of May, and then we'll be back on in August. All right, Marcus, let everybody oh, bro, know bro. how they can how they can check you out. Well, I'm definitely on all social media platforms at Chicago Cheesecake Guy. So Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, and uh, I, I have a website, chicagocheesecakeguy.com, uh, where you can go on there and you can place orders if you are in the Chicago area. If you're in, in the Chicago area, Chicago. you better get yeah. your stuff. If you're in the Chicago area, you better get your I'm trying to figure out when Leo going back so I can send her with some money. Do you have <laughs> vegan cheesecake? You know, I, I go back and forth with my vegan friends about cheesecake ain't supposed to be vegan. But <laughs> I'm, still, <laughs> I'm still working on something. I'm still working on something for my vegan friends. That's good. Hey, sounds good. We're saying, Marcus, this ain't cheesecake. This hummus great. <laughs> Wait, is there, is there like a way to make like a non-dairy cheesecake? I mean, I guess that is vegan, but like. I mean, yeah, that's the that's the struggle I'm coming in. You're gonna have to put an alarming amount of sugar in that joint for it to be like, tasty. Right. <laughs> you, you think about the main the main ingredients. You know, the crust has got butter in it, and then yeah. uh, the cream cream cheese, obviously. So it's like, yeah, it, it really makes it hard to make it a vegan friendly dish. You know, <clears throat> but I can make it gluten free. I just don't put the <laughs> I would just say his strawberry um cheesecake is smacking and the turtle is too. Both of them are yummy delicious. So make sure y'all check him out. If you guys are in the Chicago area, go ahead, place your orders. 
um, because he has some amazing cheesecake. Check him out at the uh, ChicagoCheesecakeGuy.com. Make sure you follow the Ear Hustling Podcast on all social media platforms. And make sure you check them out because they go on a hiatus at the end of May. So you want to get all that good stuff between now and the end of May. And also, if you want to check out their previous shows, they are on all podcasting platforms. And you guys also have a link tree, right, Eric? We do. Okay. And um, I will be posting both of their information on the Fat Girl Chronicles page, as well as in the Fat Girl Chronicles podcast group on Facebook, so that you can check both of them out. Make sure you guys support, support, support. And this is only show number one of our podcast Explosion Month. All month long, we will have other podcasters that will be on the show giving us their points of view on a variety of topics. And I think it's going to be amazingly dope because some of the other podcasts have, like I said, they have become our favorites. We have done other shows with them. Um, we Next week, we'll actually have the Girlfriend Experience on. And I got to experience the Girlfriend Experience on the Ear Hustling podcast. So it was a really amazing experience. So make sure you check out the Ear Hustling podcast, Chicago Cheesecake Guy, and check out Girlfriend Experience so you can see what they will be all about uh, before they are on the show next week. Uh, if you have not done so already, make sure you download the JQLM radio app, go on over to YouTube and subscribe, subscribe to our YouTube channel, hit subscribe and then hit the little bell right next to it. So that way you can be notified when we go live. All right. Also go check us out on all social media and podcast streaming apps. If you have not tuned in or heard any of our previous shows. I don't know where you've been or what rock you've been um, <laughs> letting keep you from this dopeness, but make sure really you dope. check us out on all podcast streaming platforms from Audible, Amazon, all of that dopeness. So make sure you check us out there. And I, I think we get found down rabbit holes. You know what I'm saying? Listen, y'all hey, already uh, know. <laughs> If you would like to be a guest on the show or have myself or any of the squad as guests, or if you have any topics that you'd like for us to discuss, shoot us an email at the fat girl chronicles podcast at gmail.com. And as I say, each and every week, whatever you do for the rest of the evening and the rest of the week, don't do it with your half ass, do it with your whole ass. All right. Thank y'all for tuning in. And we are so thank <laughs>
greatness. So close, I fucking taste it. Premature celebration. So let's